0: Hello, my beautiful human friends. Welcome to another episode of the Inner Dialogue Podcast. My name is. <laughs> it's me, ABSD. No. Okay. I don't like how this is starting al- already. Alyssa, take a deep breath. You are okay. I just sat with myself in this space and said to God angels in the universe say whatever help me say whatever is meant to come out of me today in this space and share it with all of the wonderful people who sit in this space with me and I'm feeling a little bit of nerves and I I don't know why and I think why will probably come out in this space in some form or fashion but welcome to the Inner Dialogue podcast. Inner Dialogue is a space unveiled from filters and sitting in vulnerability. It's your inner thoughts, the and the inner conversation you have with your inner self. My goal is never perfection, but growing, but starting and growing as I go. And holy shit, I have started. Holy shit, I am sitting in this space and have been vulnerable and I have now shared it on social media and given other people the chance to come into this space with me as well and it's been really beautiful so far. I have had some really great feedback from friends and family and loved ones and people who have reached out to just say that they are proud of what I am doing and also glad to sit in this space with me. I've also had a handful of people reach out to express clarity or almost a point of apology for some topics that have already come up in this space. And while I appreciate it, it is not necessary. The things that I talk about in this space are not things that I want an apology for or want reconciliation for either, Karen and I had talked about this in another episode, but if that's something that people need to give for themselves, I'm more than happy to sit in that space and accept it, but it's also not necessary. I do hope that this space creates a conversation and a dialogue, not only within yourself, but also with people in your world. And if that's what that dialogue is meant to look like, then fuck yeah. Today's topic... For the Inner Dialogue podcast is a year of hair growth. I need to take a deep breath. I can feel the tightness in my chest almost. BRB. If you didn't know this about me, almost a year ago, a year ago in three days, May 29th, 2022, I shaved my head off, my whole head of hair, shaved it all off It was a decision that I had been thinking about for around six months before I shaved my head. And it was also a decision that I kept close to home. I did not share it with many people before it happened. And when I shaved my head, the conversation around that decision was really interesting. I knew that people would have comments and things to say. But you can't really predict how people are going to respond to you pivoting in your life. And that decision, when I made it, this was the reason that felt like why I shaved my head. It felt like I had shaved my head because of the fact that I had damaged my hair so much that some nights or days it would literally take me 20 or 30 minutes just to get a brush through my hair. And the heaviness of my hair was overwhelming for me. And I just needed to get rid of it. And I wanted to start over and start fresh. But holy shit, there were so many other reasons why I shaved my head. And I had no idea going into that moment and choice in my life, the beautiful opportunities that it would open for me. The day I shaved my head, I posted a photo on social media of a before and after of me with my family because we all got haircuts around that time within a week of each other. I shaved my head, my dog got a haircut, and my partner not only got a haircut but also shaved off all of his facial hair. And in that photo, I am glowing. I remember leaving the hair salon and the ladies inside hyped me up so much. It was so cool because I sat down and I said, I want to, I want to shave my head. I want, I want a level zero. And she essentially said, are you sure you want to go level zero? Why don't we try with level one or two before we go completely bald? And so we cut off chunks of my hair to send off to locks of love. And went ahead and tried the level one, and I liked it. That's exactly where I wanted to be i when I initially went into wanting to shave my head, I thought I just was going to be permanently bald forever. <laughs> I was not sure what my plan was. It was interesting because that was a question that came up a lot with other people in conversation was asking what my plan was for my hair now that I had shaved it all off and The short answer, because it was the answer, the only answer that I knew how to give was, I don't know, because I didn't know. I had no idea what I was going to do now that I had shaved my head. It was the most magical feeling. And I think, especially as a woman, especially growing up in society as a cis woman and being told what women need to do or how they should look or how they should show up or Being small because we need to make sure we fit in the space or the boxes that are placed for us. Shaving my head was very outside of that beauty standard and that beauty norm. And I had people tell me, Alyssa, when I think of you, I think of three qualities your hair, your lips, and your smile. And now you only have two of those because you don't have any hair anymore. I had people call me butch. I had people call me a boy. I had people ask me if I was manic. I had people ask me if I had cancer. The thing that is really interesting to me is the conversations that happened behind closed doors about me. Because I know a lot of my trusted friends Had a lot of people reach out to them as well and ask them if I was okay. Because for some reason, it's just really hard for people to believe that a cis woman would just shave her head because she wanted to. And because that's what felt good. I didn't know it at the time, but shaving my head was a turning point of freedom for me. It allowed me to essentially stick both of my middle fingers up to this fucked up society that we live in and say, no, you don't get to pick what beauty is for me. You don't get to tell me that I am only beautiful because I have long, beautiful hair and I wear makeup that makes my face enhanced. You don't get to tell me that. You don't get to tell me that beauty is just outer. Fuck you. Beauty is so much more. Than what is on the outside. Y'all we are in fucking body suits. We just exist. In these body suits. And it just so happens to be the cards that we are dealt. Of what we live in. Day in and day out. And we can't change our body. We can't change what we were born into. But we can change our hair. And we can change certain aspects. On our body. And hair was that for me. Hair was that choice. Hair was a choice. (laughs) And a year ago, that's what I needed, was the ability to have a fucking choice and to trust my own choice. To say, yeah, it doesn't matter what you think because I'm going to make my own choice for me and do what feels good. The conversations and the dialogue that I had with people after that choice was fascinating. A lot of people in my life were not supportive but tried to be but didn't know what to say or how to act because this person, me, just went and shaved off all their hair. And I will say for a lot of people in my world, I am the first person in their world who has ever done that. But why does it fucking matter? Why does it matter what my hair looks like? It doesn't. Nothing about my hair defines me as a human and who I am and what I have to offer the world. Nothing about my fucking lips do that either. Or my teeth. Or my smile. Or the fat on my body. Or the no fat on my body. Or the tattoos that I have. Or the way that my toes are nothing about me my body and what you see on the outside is the least fucking interesting thing about me my tattoos are pretty cool and those were a choice a choice that I actively made to have done as pieces of art on my body so I said fuck you to beauty standards and it was interesting because not only did I shave my head but I also stopped wearing makeup I don't know when that choice happened, when I stopped wearing makeup. That would be interesting to go back and see what picture is the last picture I can find. And truly, it might have been my wedding. I look back at pictures of me at my wedding, and I'm like, who is that? If I were to get married tomorrow, every single thing about my wedding would be different. My dress, my hair, my makeup, what (laughs) the shoes I wore the venue, the colors, everything. And I look at my wedding and it's beautiful. And it was the most fucking awesome day ever. And I'm so grateful for the beautiful, beautiful wedding that I had. And we'll cherish those memories forever. But I look at that season of Alyssa. I look at that Alyssa. And I hardly recognize her because I'm not her. And if you knew me in that season of my life, I encourage you to get to know me now and also give that freedom to every single person that you know in your life. We as human beings are not meant to be stagnant. We are meant to be ever-changing and ever-growing. My partner sent me a video of someone on TikTok talking about pivoting in their life. And hot damn, that is me, right? When we pivot, when we say, I'm going to make a new choice and pivot into something else, because I want to try it, because why the fuck not? We give ourselves a chance to see what fits and what doesn't. And I feel like I'm still, I feel like at every age in life, I'm going to be constantly pivoting to see what feels good and to see what fits in my life in that season. Because Whatever we feel like doing now, we are meant to do now. We're not meant to wait. We're not meant to just hope that it happens later because something else that we want is going to pop up later that we want and should invest time and energy into. So do the motherfucking things that you want to do now. One of my favorite affirmations that I use now is I am not afraid to be seen trying. I am not afraid to be seen trying, and sometimes I still am, but that's why it's one of my affirmations, but also even just me showing up in this space and showing all of you, this is a podcast that I am starting, and I am not afraid for it to not be perfect, but to just grow as I grow, grow as I go, and this has been a really fucking cool space that I have gotten to create. Not only has my hair been growing for a full year now, I also have been growing for a full year. Shaving off my hair gave me the space to breathe again. It was a breath of fresh air that I didn't know that I needed. And it's interesting because the amount of people that were like, oh, I could never shave my head. Like you have a head that looks good with no hair. I don't have a head that's shaped like that. All heads are shaped perfectly fine, and your face is perfectly fine. That if you want to shave your head, fucking go shave your head. It fucking doesn't matter if you have a, sh- a head that can fit being shaved. Did I know that my head was going to be okay shaved? I didn't know what it was going to look like. I had to trust that I was having a nudge and guidance to do that for a reason and trust it and do it anyway. The hair growth journey has been the most interesting journey. I swear when you have long hair, you don't actively feel your hair growing. But when your hair is starting over, I, I felt it growing every day. And it's interesting because it was so little. And then it came to a point where it stopped growing, but it started to thicken before it grew again. And I think that's a cool analogy to think about, Right. Sometimes we have to start all over and say, okay, this path that I am on right now, aka my old hair, is no longer working for me. I have to get rid of it completely to see what will grow new in its place. And some days that growth will be very obvious, and other days that growth will feel stagnant. And for a period, your growth might just be thickening. What's already there. But when you look back, you see how much over that span of time you truly have grown. And I look back and it's almost been a year. I'm three days short of a year. And I see how much my hair has physically grown. But I also see how much me shaving my head was the ball that I needed to push to lead me. To where I am now. A year ago, I didn't think that I was beautiful. A year ago, I didn't love myself. A year ago, I was afraid to be inside my own body. A year ago, I was afraid to even just be me or to show up in space as me, authentically and genuinely me. A year ago, I was working on lying less to myself and to other people, but still lied a lot. And now I get to look back at the Alyssa that once was and one give her a little hug because she needed a hug but also look at her in the face and just say you're okay you are safe you are going to be okay you are okay i think this space the inner dialogue space is so cool because you don't realize what is going on inside of another human's inner dialogue Unless they share it with you. And even so, when we share inner dialogue, there are often pieces that are deeper and darker than that. But we as human beings, we like to assume. We like to motherfucking assume. Just like people assumed the fucking worst. When I shaved my head. Oh, she must have cancer. She must be sick. She must be manic. Oh, is she butch? Oh, is she boy? Okay, first of all, if any of those things were true, is that the way to ask those questions or to present yourself in that space? No. If I was transitioning by shaving my head, is that the way to present that question and to also make me and my partner feel wildly uncomfortable in the process of asking that question? No. It's interesting when you make such a big change in your life, the way that other people respond. And something that I've learned over the past years to not give a motherfucking flying shit what other people think about me. You are more than welcome to have your opinions about me in your life. But I don't give a shit what your opinions are about me. Because I know what my opinions are about me. And I know how god angels in the universe feel about me. And I know that I am loved, worthy, and enough no matter Fucking what? So it doesn't matter what you choose to say about me behind closed doors, the conversations that you bring my name up in, or your opinion about my shaved head, because I love me. And you're probably having some of those conversations because you don't fully love yourself, and some of my choices are pulling on your insecure strings. If choices other people are making in their life make you want to talk shit about them, 95% chance that it is because that is bringing up insecurity in you that you need to look at and ask yourself why. I have always been a person that has come off as confident. But it isn't until recently, really the not last 10 to 11 months of my life that I actually am truly confident and it isn't, it wasn't until the last seven months of my life that I truly loved myself. I didn't love myself. And I learned at a very young age that confidence takes you really far in life. And that saying, fake it till you make it. Well, that goes with confidence, right? And I would just fake it. And I'm like, well, one day I'm going to make it. (laughs) One day I will actually feel confident and be confident. But my inner dialogue inside was just screaming all the time, was just screaming in agony and pain and uncomfortability and sadness and grief and loneliness and banging to come out and to be seen. Those feelings inside of you need to be seen and acknowledged. They need to be. It's so important to let those feelings have a voice. But when you're able to control and hear that voice in a safe place. For me, I was never in a place in my life to hear what those feelings or voices were saying or needed. Because I didn't feel safe inside myself. And learning how to love myself, learning how to look at these huge roots in my life and to get down to the actual root, I had to peel back layers and layers and layers and layers to get there. My three big roots in my world were I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, I'm not loved. I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, I'm not loved. So any space that I would go into those three things would constantly come up for me. Okay. So oftentimes with I'm not enough, that can stem into a lot of different spaces. I'm not good enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not happy enough. I'm not funny enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not slow enough. I'm not sad enough. I'm not blank, 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 whatever that enough is for you. Mine was a lot of those things and millions and millions of enoughs more. I'm not good enough to be loved fully. I'm not good enough to be loved without conditions. I need to change myself so that I can be enough to fit into these boxes so that I can be loved and worthy. Do you see how all three of these things tied really closely together for me? And then the worthiness... Well, I'm not worthy to have those things. I'm not worthy to be myself. I'm not worthy to sit in space with me and to have all the things that I want and desire. These thoughts and these big feelings and goals that I have in my life, I'm not worthy of them. Why me? And then the I'm not loved. I have been unconditionally loved every day of my life, but I truly did not feel unconditionally loved until seven months ago. And I know there are a lot of people in this world and in this space who do not feel unconditionally loved. You are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy just because you motherfucking exist. Nobody can take away those rights from you, that just existion rights from you. I don't think existion is a word, but that's what feels right in this time. (laughs) Nobody can take that away from you. Nobody can say, do, or cause anything in your life to take away the fact that you are loved unconditionally. You are enough and you are worthy just because you fucking exist. You don't have to prove anything to anyone or to yourself or to God, angels in the universe, your creator, the divine, any source, whatever that is for you. You don't have to prove anything. To be loved, to be worthy, and to be enough. You already motherfucking are. And so my three favorite affirmations for a long time that I went back to were, I was always loved. I, wait, I am loved. I was always loved. I always will be loved. I am enough. I always was enough. I will always be enough. I am worthy. I was always worthy. I will always be worthy. And I now live my life with those truths. It's a truth. There's no other option. Because I am enough, I am loved, and I am worthy just because I exist. You are enough and loved and worthy just because you exist. Nothing about you. No choice that you've made in your life. It doesn't matter how many people that you've hurt. How much harm that you have caused. How many, how, if you've lied, cheated, stole, caused harm, you are loved enough and worthy. Because I have done all of those things and more. And I've had all of those things done to me and more. And I thought because of my life experiences and because I chose to lie, I chose to cheat, I chose to steal. I put myself in situations where bad things happened to me. The choices that I made led me to places where I got hurt. And I made it out of those alive, caused me to not be enough, to not be loved, to not be worthy. Fill in whatever story or narrative that you have in your own brain, in your own inner dialogue. It doesn't matter you are loved, you are enough, you are worthy. And I will say that over and over and over again. And that will be the hill that I motherfucking die on because I didn't know that I was loved. I did not know that I was enough and I did not know that I was worthy. And that is the biggest motherfucking bullshit I've ever heard. And more than that, it's just honestly, truly sad. It's just sad. It's sad that the way that we are being raised and fostering humans in this world, that we feel and believe those things. But let me tell you, that is most people's experience. That is most how most people feel. Most people can barely stand to look at themselves in the mirror. Do you know the statistic for women is 70% of women cannot actively look at themselves in the mirror? 70%. That's alarming alarming I was one of those people I couldn't look at myself in the mirror yeah I couldn't even stand to be naked in any sort of circumstance even with myself I couldn't stand to be naked now being naked is one of my favorite things I come home walk in the door and immediately just take all my clothes off because that's what feels good I think being naked should be more acceptable in life but that's just me I actively wasn't comfortable for a long time, even being naked when being intimate. And I know that that's a lot of people's experience because we're shamed about our bodies. We're shamed about the way that we look and about the <laughs> ourselves on the outside. We are just in a fucking bodysuit. Nothing about our outside appearance defines who we are as human beings. And if it does for you, I encourage you after this podcast to sit in that thought and ask yourself why. And a lot of the answer to that question could be a million different things, but one of the reasons will probably be because somebody in your life for your whole life has made you feel like your body is important and needs to be the center focus or point that you perfect to make other people like you. I'm going to tell you, I don't want to be friends if you only like me because of the way that I look. I don't want to be friends if that's the case. I want to cultivate friendships in my life where people can sit in space with me and ask me motherfucking questions about me and be interested in my life just as I do for them. I'm not interested in relationships otherwise at this point. And if you're not interested in sitting in the shit with me also, because I'm more than happy to sit in your shit. I'm more than happy to roll around in it if you need me to. But it, if you can't reciprocate that for me, that's not friendship. Shaving my head was a moment of freedom. I remember leaving the hair salon And just feeling good. I felt sexy as hell. And we left the hair salon and my partner actively out loud screamed in joy for me and excitement for me. And it's so cool because then I moved, right? A couple months later, I moved across the country and had a hair growth journey throughout that. And people who met me didn't think anything of it oh, her hair is short and my hair didn't fucking matter because they had to get to know me and my personality and who I am as a human. Fucking freedom, y'all. It was freeing in a way that I still haven't figured out how to vocalize. So I told myself that I was going to wait an entire year before I cut my hair or did anything to it. So at this point, I am three days shy of a full year. And my hair is practically touching my shoulders. Not quite, but practically. And I think people have asked me, especially over the last couple months, what I plan to do with my hair. And I think I am planning to shave the bottom half and keep the top half because I like having hair. I like being me with hair, but I also don't enjoy that. I can't put it all up in a ponytail. I don't enjoy the heaviness of it. I don't enjoy taking care of it. I don't enjoy the inconvenience of having hair. I mean, y'all, I think it is one of the greatest life hacks that boys have the opportunity to just have an existence of having fucking short hair. Short hair is magical. Oh my God. Like there was a couple months in my life where I didn't even shampoo my hair because I didn't have any hair to shampoo. I would just rinse my head. And then it came a point where I was like, oh, my hair feels dirty. I should actually start washing it now. But I think it is one of the greatest life hacks that men have that women don't. A leg up, if you ask me. And then we just expect women to have this like beautifully perfect manicured hair. and also goes into the makeup. I literally don't even own makeup anymore. I kind of threw all of my makeup away at a certain point last year and I haven't worn makeup in it might be over a year now. I actually don't know when the last time I wore makeup and it is also fucking freeing. When I go to an event, all I have to do is just get dressed. I don't put makeup on. I don't do my hair. I haven't put heat in my hair in a year. I just come as me And that's okay. That's what I want for our world and our society is just to show up as you. It doesn't matter if your hair's a mess or if your makeup is perfect or if your body looks or feels a certain way. You just get to show up as you. And that's okay. And we're not going to motherfucking judge each other for it. What the fuck is up with judgment? Like, holy shit. Judgment, it's a separation of love. And That's part of the reason why I felt unloved for so much of my life because I was judged constantly. And when people would make comments like, oh, well, your three best features are your hair, your smile, and your teeth. Now you don't have hair. That's fucking judgment. Do you guys realize that? That's judgment. The gossip that happens behind closed doors after another human leaves, that's judgment we judge the people in our lives. Why? Why? To make ourselves feel better because of our own fucking insecurities? Judgment is toxic. Toxic. And it's everywhere. And I have tried very hard in the last year to remove myself from any situation that has judgment. And I also try to If people are talking in a way that has judgment, I try not to be part of the conversation because sometimes you're just in a space where judgment is happening and there's really nothing you can do about it except speak up, right? When they look to you for your thoughts and opinions, my favorite things to say now is like, yeah, just let them live their life. It doesn't matter. People will apologize for doing something with me or around me and I'm like, just live your life. It doesn't matter. That's fine. Live your life. Yeah, do you. Just let people live their goddamn lives and stop judging them for it. If that is the space that they are hoping and want to take up, let them take up that space. It is not for you to have your own motherfucking opinion about it. Take your opinion and apply it to your own life and ask yourself, what's my opinion about my life? Let me talk about that. Let me dig in to what I feel about what's happening in my world. I don't know if if human beings spent a quarter of the time judging their own self and realizing, oh, there's a separation of love inside myself. No wonder why I need to judge everybody else. This episode did not go where I thought it was going to go, but man, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah, I can't believe it's been an entire year since I shaved my head. This year has been the greatest year of my life. And I just know life is going to continue getting better and better and better. And it can get better for you too. And I hope that some of the content that I create in this space can help you see that it can get better. And it will if that's what you want You have to believe it can get better for it to get better. If you just don't believe your life can get better, then yeah, your motherfucking life is never going to get better. Sorry. But that's a belief you're choosing to have. Stop choosing to have that belief. It's just a belief. You're allowed to change what you think. You're allowed to change the way you think. You're allowed to change the beliefs in your life. So change them. I'm a great example of that. I've changed every... Way that I look at myself, look at the world, look at other people in this world, and it has allowed me to be truly happy for the first time in my adult life, for the first time really in my life in general. The unhappiness that exists in this world because of the conditions. Love is unconditional, love is motherfucking unconditional. We are not meant to love other people with conditions. We are meant to just love people for who they are and who they show up to be and to love them for their flaws and to love them anyway. But conditions make us think that we are unloved. If you love another human being with conditions, subconsciously you are building into them and into yourself that you don't love them fully and that they are unloved. I love you unconditionally. God, angels, and the universe love you unconditionally. And what did I say for probably 15 minutes earlier in this episode? You are loved. You are enough. You are worthy. Just because you motherfucking exist, there's no proof required. Zero. Thank you, Brandon Foster, for teaching that to me and for teaching me how to love myself. And if that's something you're interested in, he has great programs and classes and courses that you can take. Reach out to me on Instagram at TheaLissaDeloach, and I will happily walk you through that and point you in the right direction of a good place to start. There's also so much free content out there. I encourage you to start there. Free content is awesome. Lots of people have podcasts these days. Listen to them. Use the tools. Do the homework. Invest in yourself. I love you. And this has been a year of hair growth, but also a year of physical, emotional, mental, and human growth for me. That all stemmed from this piece of freedom that I gave myself by saying fuck you to the beauty standards and the beauty culture that we have in our society and just started to be. Motherfucking me. It's ABSD. It's me. I love you so much with all of my heart. And I just so appreciate you sharing this space with me. It's so cool. It's so cool to get to share this space with you. And I hope this episode brought up some thoughts and feelings that you can take away and think of inside of your own life. And As always, take what feels good, reject what feels bad to you, and I love you, and I hope that throughout this next year of your life that you are able to do something for yourself that gives you that freedom and gives you the permission to just be, but you have to give yourself that permission first. It's a year of growth. The year is going to pass anyway. Might as well be uncomfortable in growth or uncomfortable being stagnant. You get to choose. Because life is a choice each and every day. This has been another great episode of the Inner Dialogue Podcast. Go out. Be you. Be free. Let your light and love shine bright. Take up space. As much space as you possibly can and want to. Let your voice and your thoughts be heard, not only by others, but also by yourself. And just be you. That's all anybody wants from you, is for you to be you as unique and beautiful as your human soul is. I love you. Till next time. Bye.